Hi guys and welcome to episode 2 of Wait You're a Scout. I'm Anna and this week I'm interviewing the lovely Matt Trailer, who is an actor, um, been through, well he's travelled the world through his acting. We went through scouts and explorers together, lots of summer camps and winter camps basically in the same place. Um, this episode we discuss sort of where scouting has taken Matt in his career, what it was like having his dad as a scout leader and defining the important things in life like what is a jamboree. Hope you enjoy. So hi Matt and welcome to Wait You're a Scout. I am. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for having me on. That's all right. Um, so let's start from the beginning. When did you join Scouts? Right, when did I start Scouts? Um, so, I started Scouts back in 1999, I believe, and I started as a beaver, so right when I was six. So it was like, um, you start off in beavers, you do that for a couple of years, and you go to Cubs, and then go to Scouts. So I started beavers in 1999 with Third Havering Beaver Group. Um, it's quite a small little group, uh, and I really enjoyed it. It used to go every single Wednesday. Um, parents would take me. And then I went up to do the scout, uh, the cub version of it. And then went up to do the scout version of it. And then up to the explorer version of it. And I just kind of kept on and on with Third Havering. So Third Havering's kind of been a bit my... my uh, Go-to group. Yeah. yeah, it's my family. I can't I can't betray them, really. <laughs> <laughs> so never been to any other groups or... Um, no. Uh, well, the explorer group that was in... Uh, the 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 hall that we used the uh, for the meetings was um, there was a explore group called Unit J which I went to for a little bit um, and but apart from that no no it's um... <laughs> sorry that's just uh, Matt's housemates leaving <laughs> oh we we keeping that in <laughs> all right that's fine for the B roll that's fine. yeah um, so yeah no it just kept with that uh, one group don't want to betray them no. <laughs> So um, we met because you were at Third Havering yes. and I was at another group because your group were quite good at inviting everyone along to summer camps. Yeah, it kind of that's the kind of way that we had. We don't have a large number of groups uh, or number of, of scouts in our group, so to say. And when it came to the point of uh, starting to think about camps, we wanted to have more and more people as like a little bit of a community to go along. So we used to just kind of team up with your group. So that's how we kind of first met, age nine. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think you were one of the first Girl Scouts I ever met. Probably. I was the only one from my group that went. Yeah. Like, and in I, total. But... And I remember it was kind of, we were the generation of becoming Scouts that we kind of brought, uh, that brought in Girl Scout. No, well, not really. Um, no, I think it was just they sort of decided they had to let us in <laughs> yeah yeah I, what i mean i think it's it was becoming more of a mainstream yeah. um you weren't like the first ever girl scout i mean okay. um <laughs> no, that, that's been going on for some time but uh from my own personal experience seeing you as one of the first girl scouts was like huh there are there are other people here uh, other than <laughs> us blokes <laughs> said said a 10 year old you know <laughs> But you used to go away with um, guides a lot as well. So yeah, like... there used to be like a guide group that used to come along with us. I can't, I can't remember what it was, what group that was. Um, can you remember? Not off the top of my head. I want to say like I don't know, Bryce Park. Park. Or... Some, yeah, 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 that something. area. Uh, like we, sorry, we just we're just talking about random random places in Essex <laughs> that we used to go scouts with. Like people watching this podcast going, "What are they on about? They're just naming places that they don't know." <laughs> We'll, we'll fill you in in like a little sub bar, like <laughs> a glossary of terms. Yeah, we'll just put the Google links in after. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is where we reference. Yeah, <laughs> Google so, Maps. <laughs> so 
So when you were in Scouts, like you said, your parents took you. Mm. So I met you because your dad was your Scout leader. Yes. And he brought my group along. So how did that sort of work? Was he always there or were you the reason to join? Like what? Well, what yeah. Um, it all started off when I was about a cub. So I was about eight or nine. And I had this weird thing about going away on camp. Let's just say I was a bit of a scaredy cat as a kid. <laughs> um, I didn't exactly like being away from home. And I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I want to go on camp. And there was many times that I would not go on the cup camps because I was, I, I had a, this kind of barrier of going away from my family for a bit. Because at this time, I'm only, what, eight, nine. And it's kind of the first times I've actually been away yeah. from home. So it's always a big kind of a bit of a step. And I remember my dad saying, oh, well, help him transition to go on camps. I'll come along and help. Right. And I remember him helping out on one of these cub camps. And having that as like a a little safety net was quite nice for me. A buffer of like, he's still around, but... Yeah. 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 And then jump a couple of months later he starts helping out in (laughs) in in groups so you know i think i think there is no person that in scouts goes you know what i'm going to come become a scout leader i think they're all kind of parents that just kind of get roped into it by their kids (laughs) that they go oh well help on a night here help on an event here and next thing you know you're district commissioner (laughs) in charge of the whole entire scout groups (laughs) yeah your dad to jump from a let's help at cubs a little bit to County Commissioner yeah, for so, Greater London Northeast. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He basically became in charge of a lot of people and um, decided to be turn it into a business and was like kind of going right. This will be better if we organise here, 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 and here. And uh, <laughs> it, it kind of become it was his own little passion project. So by the time I kind of drifted away from Scouts, he was he's, well, he's still he doing it now. In, yeah. Well, yeah, he's still doing it now. <laughs> so you say you like drifted away. Was that for any particular reason or just sort of? life or yeah so i drifted away from scouts roughly about the age of 17 18 um i just got into drama school and i was going to go away and go to london to study and i realized that it was that point of i wasn't going to be able to come home every wednesday to help out because that was one of the things i started off i after i left um the scout group and joined the explorers i had the option to become a young leader and I quite enjoyed being a young leader from about 15 to 17. And after going away to um, being away to going over to study, I did have that sense of there was a there was a loss there. It was a I there was a there's a hole in my kind of little existence where I less scouts used to be. Yeah. And um, every time I would come back from the holidays, I would always uh, try and help out when I can, just because I knew my dad was um, working with my old group it meant there was an easy access to get back into the group yeah. you could sort of just still tag along to yeah when you needed to yeah which was quite nice it was like a a nicer uh, nice way to kind of get in uh get back and do it because one thing i did i always think with scouts um is that it's always kind of it's been a bit of a moral compass for me yeah i don't know yeah. everyone has their own kind of ways of what scouts means to them but for me it's always been a moral compass that i've the kind of the not the rules but the kind of the ideology of what scouts means has always been quite close to my heart and i've realized that a lot of my own life choices have helped because of scouts and yeah seeing the parallels is quite apparent that it has shaped the person who i am today 
that's quite big to be able to see that as well like not many people you know sometimes it's like when you're in your 30s or 40s you look back and you're like oh yeah because I did that but to see it at like in your early 20s it's well you know it's a very experienced person no, I'm joking I'm not <laughs> speak like an old mystic you know no, I'm uh no it's just it's just it's just interesting to think that um we are what we do as children and what we do um throughout our lives it's very apparent that what we do reflects on who we are as a person and it yeah and it's for me that's probably one of the strongest um reasonings for who i am but yeah so we're talking about drama school yes. um so that's obviously what led you into becoming an actor well and... yes uh, <laughs> yes uh, uh, my my career is uh, is predominantly acting um i've been doing it i've graduated from this drama school from about three years now and i can say i've been a professional actor been working around the uk and over in china and been doing lots of bits here and there and everywhere and like many actors being a starving actor and working in the coffee shops and working behind the bars and doing all the all the all the other random jobs that you do but um it's yeah it's uh it's one of those things that I've always been a bit of a loud person like to well, <laughs> let's let's just say let's be honest a show off I'm a bit of a show off yeah you were quite known for every camp if there was a talent show Matt's name would be down there first I have no idea what you mean I totally <laughs> lie don't believe anything no I, yeah yeah um I don't know maybe maybe it was I was I needed to have more attention um and I needed my I needed the stage and that was a way to let it out yeah, yeah. let it out <laughs> so okay you, you mentioned it yourself like scouts has helped you navigate life like morally but what about like sort of your direction of career and everything else hmm. like how has scouts helped you um well, well one thing as a as a young leader and well now as an occasional helper for third havering um whenever i come back i've always had a really good rapport with the kids um you learn from the age of about 15 to 17 as a young leader to know how about safeguarding children how important it is here in the uk to make sure that children um are protected and, and yeah. certain things um and also knowing how what what certain kids like what certain age ranges react well to certain things yeah. you can't go in there and treat a whole bunch of 10 year olds like they're six year olds and you're not going to get a good response out Definitely. of them um so working with kids has been very helpful for um one of the first few jobs you do at um, that quite a lot of actors do out of drama school is do shows touring schools. It's kind of the new repertory theatre. Um, it's called uh, Theatre in Education. And we all had them when we were younger where um, companies would come in and say, like, uh, teach about recycling or healthy eating <laughs> and stuff. And it was one of the first jobs I had and realising how easy it was for me to kind of work with the kids and get them to be really engaged with the storytelling yeah because of my experience of being a scout leader and i think it's all about the confidence of having a lead uh taking a lead position if you know yeah. what i mean um having that initiative as a scout um not only just as a way to be confident make friends it's also it gives you that kind of tactile thinking of this is how we're going this is what we're doing um it gives you a bit of confidence uh, in your own self um, yeah it's all about having that, it's mostly the confidence. Uh, Scouts have been such a good confidence builder for myself in particular. Um, it's helped me be able to go into a room of people I don't know and have an action plan of going, okay, I know how to um, how to speak, how to kind of address myself, um, how to just, in a way, perform and be able to um, 
is that comp- literally we go back to that confidence thing of knowing what we're what we're saying what we're doing and being confident to be putting that behind yeah i've said confidence too many times it's not like <laughs> a natural word <laughs> Yeah, you say it so much, you're just like, I don't know what that means anymore. Yeah. Is that a thing? Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> so with the travelling as well, you said you worked in China. Yes. Um, and I've, yeah, it's uh, it was one of the weirdest experiences I've had in my life. It was uh, <laughs> just uh, having a call from my agent saying, yes, you're going to China, uh, pack your bags, you're leaving in six days. And it was, it was one of those crazy experiences. And just going over and experiencing a new culture was amazing. Um, had to learn Mandarin as I went along. Um, <laughs> my Mandarin is awful, so I'm not going to be demonstrating it tonight. Um, but it was, <coughs> excuse me, but it was one of those things that knowing that I've been on these camps and gone away from my family and also gone away for, for drama school, um, to have that that can-do attitude of give it a go. There's There are so many things, I think, back in my scouting years where I was scared to do something or I was or something was completely out of my comfort zone and I just seek discomfort and just went you know what let's just go for it what's the worst that can happen yeah <laughs> and kind of going in kicking and screaming and internally it's like having a men- mental breakdown <laughs> but actually going there and having some of the best experiences and yeah. I think that's the same with a lot of the experiences I had at Scouts as well that you you go and do these things that you wouldn't do in your normal life, like abseiling and climbing and archery and and doing stuff that, as a as a ten year old, would actually be quite intimidating and quite scary to do. Um, but having your friends around you and the confidence and what it means to be a scout is that you all just you just are be prepared. It's one of the mottos that we have: is to be prepared for life. You know. Yeah. Definitely. So, okay, going back to some of those like experiences in scouting, mm. what's like one of your favourite memories that sort of sticks with you? Oh, um, one of my favourite experiences was um, the Essex Jamboree. <laughs> so um, we're we're both from Essex, if you haven't noticed. Um, <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to hide the accent, but you know, shh. Um, it's it was uh, one of these big camps where. Uh, each group um, comes along and there are ones that come from all around the world to come yeah. to this big kind of... It's almost like a festival, wasn't it? it was, yeah, that's probably the best description if you've never been to a jamboree. Yeah. Imagine like a festival, but with young people there. What, and, what is a jamboree? You know? Like, I, 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 it's, it's kind of one of those words in Scouts. Everyone goes, oh, we're going to jamboree. But... I've never had a jamboree. Are you going to Google it? I'm definitely, uh, yeah, I think I might have to actually Google it. Go to Dictionary Corner or something. (laughs) Should I look it up? Yeah, go for it. Because it's one of those things that if you're a scout, you just know that it's a thing. Like, oh yeah, it's a jamboree. And I'm like, big field, loads of tents and stuff happens. And we're all there. (laughs) I I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine and saying, I'm talking about the scout jamboree. (laughs) And they went, what is a jamboree? And I went... I don't know. <laughs> I've been to them. I've been to them. Jamboree. There we are. Meaning. Uh, da, 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 da. No, no. That's Google results for actually finding a jamboree in my area. Um, I don't, it's, it's, like, it's like Tinder for jamborees. Jamboree me- uh, meaning. There we are. Um, there we are. Jamboree. Noun. A large celebration or party. Typically a lavish and boisterous one. Well, that pretty much describes a lot of uh, scouts jamborees because they are very yeah. loud and boisterous. <laughs> So yeah, it was um it was a, a jamboree um in this gigantic kind of es- a field in Essex, and they basically decked it out with loads of tents, a giant stage, and it practically turned into a festival. And there was about ten thousand scouts, something like that, something yeah. like that. And they they kind of do it every four years, like the Olympics. And it was one of those big events that I was. I think we were just 
we were young leaders at the time. Yeah, so I we think. were like Justin Explorers. Yeah. Taking on that. Oh, look at me. I, I'm big and important and not a scout anymore. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had that kind of responsibility as as slightly older than the scouts, but we still had an excuse to kind of let our hair down and go a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a scout scout camp, you know, goes it gets really crazy there. Um, but then you just have like all of these kids and all just having like lots of fun, doing things they'd never do before. And I remember just like meeting and chatting and talking to people from all around the world, like yeah. people from like Hong Kong, Singapore, um, the oh, Germans. Oh, we had the Egyptians next the, door, didn't we? The Egyptians, yes. <laughs> and I, it was like it was. It became like 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 it was like a meet cute for like all the all the young guys were like falling in love with all the Egyptian young. <laughs> like, it was it was it was like playing kiss chase or something, and it was just it got a oh, bit. Oh, it was yeah. It was a bit surreal. <laughs> yeah, it was a very kind of like. It was yeah, it was mental. Um, but it was so it was so good to just kind of some of these kids was the first person they've probably met from outside of their own country, really. Yeah. And knowing that people from around the world are all coming together collectively as one thing, as yeah. like as, as as a scout, as a kind of a common idea. Yes, definitely. I mean. Okay, so for anyone that's not a scout and been to a festival, you know that sometimes like you have enough drinks that you can talk to someone in the toilet queue. Well, Jamboree is being able to do that, but completely sober. I was going to say because I was like, I don't remember any drunk scouts. Or <laughs> no, I was going to the wrong place. <laughs> but it's, it was like even at like ten year olds, you'd see standing queuing for the toilet, and someone starts having a chat with them. Yeah, and they talk to each other like they've known each other for years, but yeah. they haven't. No, yeah, it was it was such a nice thing. Like I remember. Um, looking at a lot of the younger kids especially that a lot of them were just having so much fun and running about and doing lots of activities and kind of they were just on that cusp of just before going to kind of um into like high school and secondary school and realizing that these kids don't have to worry about the social pressures of being a teenager yeah and they could just be kids and it was that kind of little blissful moment before teenager responsibilities come in the teenage angst the the puberty was going to kick in and it was just like a nice calm probably before the storm that was going to happen a few years later but But even for those that were at that teenage age it's definitely nice seeing them actually having a break yes exactly switching off i i I find especially um with um scouts um a lot for kind of our our generation somewhat that um we are in this in this age where there are single families being brought up there's like people who have just um just a mum and a, uh just have been brought up by your mum or just been brought up by your dad and what's quite nice is that a lot of these young young boys and girls are having a male figure of responsibility um through scouts as a leader yeah, or a female yeah of course yeah. yes of course sorry i'm not just saying that all the all the leaders are men but <laughs> yeah yeah of course it's um it's having that uh that Maybe you're not getting what what you need from a family perspective, but you always have your family and scouts at the same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. I think it's just like another outlet for family, isn't it? Like, yeah, and you you learn you learn so much, and you build as a little group, and and you you're still in you, we're still in contact with loads of people that we used to go scouts with. Like, I half of my like pretty much all of the people I knew from my childhood I don't really speak to nowadays, but the ones I do speak to. 
are from Scouts. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I can't get rid of Anna, unfortunately. No, yeah. we we have tried to get rid of each other. It's not really worked. Yeah, yeah. It's like boomerangs; <laughs> we just keep coming back. Yeah. In fact, actually, so when Matt's saying about going to drama school, it was connected to the university I went to, mm. and our graduation. We didn't know it until that day. Oh, yeah, we think... both turned up. And we were in the same graduation ceremony. It was brilliant. It was, <laughs> it was kind of like we bumped into each other at the graduation ceremony and we had a little mini freak out. We just went, what is going on? This is like, amazing. You? Why are you here? Oh my God. But it was, it was quite cool actually. It was a, so um, yeah, so it was a little nice graduation ceremony. And then and then when, when Anna was getting up to graduate, I just was like being completely loud and ruckus. And I was like, what? What? Do you know her? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've known her since she was nine, you know. I genuinely think my parents have got as many photos of your graduation when you walked up as they have of me, just because, you know, oh my gosh, we know him and it's little Matt. What can I say? I'm so photogenic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) But yeah, no. It's so crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it Mm. is weird. What's been your favourite experience as a scout? Because I'm guessing you're going to be asking this quite a lot. Yeah. um, I think it's probably when I was... um, actually in like scouts yeah we see this competition you might remember it the franklin shield <gasps> oh it was like, the franklin shield oh, <laughs> it was like you gotta explain so what the... competitive so i think a lot of areas have them it's like a camping competition and groups from either the same scout group or from different scout groups across like your little district go get head to head and there's like um, how to put up like your tents. It's how you set up your mini campsite. You have to cook dinner and have it judged. And it's like you're scoring points through the whole weekend. It's practically who, which group is the best scouts. It's a, it's it a, is a bit like it's a scouts hunger games, but <laughs> less child murder. Yeah, um, and there was one group at the time that was like constantly winning it, um, mm. like third Gidea Park oh, every right. year. Yeah. Every year they won it. And the first year I did it, we'd camped next to them, ended up being really good friends, and they beat us, and we're like, right, next year we're going to win. And we did, and that was the first year I was a patrol leader at the competition, and it was just that. So you were in charge. Yeah, so by default, because the person who was meant to be a patrol leader ended up going to a football game halfway through, and they were like, well, you have to be here for the whole weekend. And Anna did most of the cookies, we'll stick her name on it. Mm. And I'm still on there as the trophies, and I've seen them bring it out, and I'm like, that's my little plaque. But it was one of the first, like, I took charge as like a leadery role, yeah. which I was never very good at at that age. And I was like, actually, again, you're saying about the confidence building. It's the first time where I was like, oh, actually I did that. And mm. I genuinely felt like I did that, but we did that as our little patrol. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of those memories that sticks with me. I am. I was so naff at the, <laughs> at the Franklin Shield. I, I used to like go on camps to enjoy myself and have fun. And then when they were like, right, we're, co- we're testing you on your camping abilities. And I was like... Oh, I just wanna just wanna play. I just wanna <laughs> wanna go climb a tree. <laughs> Can't I just stand here and poke the fire? Yeah, that's yeah. I was very good at poking the fire. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of my favourite as like a young person, but as I got older and like going to camps as a young leader, like that's definitely where I think we became closer friends and even like some of our friendship groups sort of formed more. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely that kind of we we knew that we were always gonna go on the same scout camps there was there was about a good three four no probably about more than that probably about five six years constantly that we would go to the same summer camp together or the winter camp that we would all kind of band together that even though we weren't in the same group we would know that we would catch up and meet up on those summer camps and then by the time we started becoming 
older versions of the teenage oh like older versions um <laughs> when we started becoming more in the kind of teenage years uh, that we could kind of have more responsibility you know actually meet up ourselves without having to be at camp <laughs> yes exactly it was like you're from the outside world we can actually can actually go and hang out and <laughs> you mean stuff. you're not wearing hiking boots and um <laughs> camp trousers to oh. go to the cinema oh, this is strange <laughs> we've got to pitch a tent right in the front row you know <laughs> but yeah like i definitely think that friendship group, the fact that we've stayed friends and like, our whole group after mm. see each other, what, three times a year a, a push? This is when I tell you that your mum has been bribing me this entire time just yeah, to be friends yeah. with you. you know? and your dad was doing the same. It's oh, fine. right, so yeah. it's, it's a mutual understanding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the payments have stopped. And I thought, yeah. well, I just feel a bit sorry for him. All right, cheers, thanks. <laughs> but so Scouts has definitely been like one of those big things. And obviously, like, you haven't. I don't want to say you've left because I don't feel like you have. You no, still I, I kind of go back. I, yeah, I'm one of these weird people that just kind of turns up every now and again and kind of tell them my stories. And um, the problem with a lot of my acting work is that it's very kind of I might be here one week, the next week I might not be. So it's it's very much it's very hard to kind of to kind of set down and make plans for yeah. for the group. So. I can't have that much responsibility working at the scout groups. However, whenever they need an extra set of hands or like a weekend for a camp, I'll always be the person to kind of volunteer myself. So um, it was even Third Havering's uh, leader contacted me one night and was like, um, we need you to run a night about politics. And I went, uh, you do know that I have no knowledge on politics. And he went, yep, just make it up, do a bit of research and <laughs> pretend we'll, we'll figure something out. And I was like, right, okay, I'm just going to do it in a drama style. Going to have some drama kind of games, but I'm going to base it around politics. It all worked out fine. It all worked out fine. Um, I think the kids learned something or other. I think I learned something, actually. <laughs> if not, they had a fun night. They had a fun night. That's all the main thing. That's, that's the one thing you want to have on a scout, on uh, when you go to scouts. You want to have fun. And I think it's that's one of the main things you've got to do because there's so, there's so little activities for for young people to do unless they kind of join extracurricular stuff and i think yeah. it's so much social pressure as a teen as a teenager especially nowadays with like uh instagram and all of the snapchat and whatnot it's like an old person you know, old snapchat and whatnot uh <laughs> the the pressure of being something or, or 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 having certain things or looking a certain way for scouts, you can just kind of come together and just be a kid and just learn a new skill, have some yeah. fun, make some friends, and just just be, <laughs> just be a scout. Yeah. So having that flexibility and that sort of, you know, the group's always there and you can yeah. dip in and out, and it's sort of that mutual. Hey, when do you need me? But my schedule might change. Yeah. It's sort of crucial to that. Like if you. Yeah, it's it's, it's very it's very nice that even though I'm. I'm very much sporadic in my in my times. They are still have me as a um, as a valid member of the group. Um, I still get called by my camp name every time I go back. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have a bit of context for this. Um, so on these summer camps that me and Anna used to go on, um, the the leaders couldn't remember anyone's names, <laughs> so they decided, you know what, we're going to come up with everyone with a nickname. Yeah. And so every year, we pretty much figure out everyone's nicknames by the end of camp. So my first camp, um, I was called forevermore and still to this day, Pigeon. Now, the reason for this is that there was one one night on the summer camp, I got stuck up a tree. 
And for the life of me, I couldn't get down. I was about 10. I was just like, I, I don't know how to get down. Help me, help me. And the patrol leader thought it was a great idea that uh, he would only help me down if I could like a pigeon. So unfortunately, I had to um, uh, perform, once again, <laughs> performing, um, up a tree uh, as a pigeon. And they helped me down. And then forevermore, I'm known as Pigeon. So every time I come back to Third Havering, everyone goes, oh, it's Pigeon. How are you, Pigeon? And I'm just like... You're, you weren't born when this this story <laughs> happened. How do you know my name? Oh, forget it. Forget it. It's kind yeah. of written in in the lore of, of my, my name of scout groups. <laughs> but hey, hi. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm anytime I go to camp with your dad, I'm never called Anna. It's always, oh, how are you, Spanner? Spanner, yeah. Every time. My own explorers don't even call me that. Only your dad. And really? Your group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think you need to bring it to your your group. You know, like bring it bring it back. But yeah, ha- I don't think they'd call me it. They're just like, no, Anna, no. <laughs> you're too. You're too. You know, then you're then you're not cool enough anymore. No, not to have that nickname. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Literally, only your dad does it, and I think that's why. And even your Cute. dad has a nickname. So if you ever go to camp and hear Mister T, yeah, that's him. That's yeah. It's only because our surname starts with a T that they go, oh, right, Mister T. Yeah. We we did used to call him Mr. T Taxis because he used to give us a lift anywhere we were. Yeah, that was always handy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the nights that we would always just go out and like have our little garden parties around our friend's house. It was like, Mr. T, can you pick us up? We don't know how to get home. Yeah, we were scouts. Yeah, we couldn't get home and we're scouts. But I will never forget the time oh, on God. our DV. <laughs> no. He hates this story. Oh, here we go. So on our DV expedition for our silver, um, our... Uh, leaders had said like they wanted to see us all use the map and it was basically <laughs> oh, no. it was basically their way of making sure it wasn't just one of us read the map no no it was it was just one of these reasons uh one of to make sure that you weren't right, losing in charge <laughs> all the time like give like i was a bit of a kind of oh no i'll let anna do it i'll let anna run around she enjoys she it she enjoys it I, 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 I used to i used to kind of st- poke the fire I, I was very good at poking fires um yeah. and there was one time of course well uh uh they said matt if you want to pass this dv you need to be in charge of the map reading so <laughs> so uh we left our campsite and we were like right we're gonna leave really early we're so tired all the time we're gonna leave at six get a really good head start so we we'll take longer yeah. lunch it's not the end of the world we'll have loads of time it's meant to rain so we'll be back before it rains so we set off we start walking matt's like nope nope definitely gonna go this way we cut through this hedge that looks genuinely, it did look like a path. Yeah. So we walked round and we've gone round where we think the map should be taking us. And we go, why does this look really familiar? We're suddenly back on our first day route where we're going back to the campsite and had spent an hour basically going round in a great big circle and gone, oh, great, it's seven o'clock and everyone else is leaving and we're back where we start. Matt, where did we go? And that yeah, we, round. We, 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 <laughs> it was It was quite a sad point where we arrived back at our campsite the night before at about nine o'clock and realised that we had just been walking for about two, three hours with no progress and still had a, <laughs> a full day of 10 miles of walking. Yeah. Um, I wasn't exactly the most liked person that day. And then we went through like the most horrific hills along this motorway because we were like, oh, well, we can't walk along the motorway, obviously. We will die. Yeah. So we'll go along the path opposite. But we hadn't seen the hills up ahead that no. just went up and down. I could have swore constantly. they were not written on that map. <laughs> no, the contour lines were not there, I'm sure of it. I couldn't read the map anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the longest day. And I'm not sure how all of us are still talking I, I think I think it's a test of our friendship that most of us in that, in that little DV group 
are still friends and I think we we broke ourselves down so much that we we are we've yeah we've gone to hell and back we, we are... and then the next day we managed to get back and our leaders felt so sorry for us they bought us tips after our DAV had finished yeah. because yeah. they were like you did struggle yesterday <laughs> you basically tried to die didn't you like yeah. hike, you were like yeah yeah, we did break. I, I will claim responsibility for that. But, you know, <laughs> um, it was it was a ploy to make everyone bond as a group. So take it as yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely an interesting one. <laughs> That's one to remember, I guess. Yeah, I definitely. T- That's actually a story I do use with my explorers. Like, this is why you need to learn to read a map. Oh well, there we are. It's a, it's a, <laughs> Otherwise, this will happen, and a, it does. There's a moral to this story. So, if anyone is doing their D of E, um, or hike in general, or hike in general, just. Don't do what I do and actually get someone who is knows how to read a map to be in charge. Um, the funny thing is, though, I've seen you teach beavers and cubs to read a map and they do and they learn. And I'm like, but they can do it. And you know the theory, Matt. You just get a map and I, it just all goes out the window. I, I, I don't I don't know how I teach people reading maps. Um, <laughs> it's a mystery. It's kind of, I can be able to teach someone, but when I do it in my own practice, it just uh, doesn't work out so yeah. much. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Answers on a postcard. (laughs) Well, it's clear that like scouting has been a massive part of your life and obviously not completely the end of your scouting journey. No. So do you think there might be somewhere in the future that you, you know, go full back into swinging scouts or, you know, quite happy with what you're doing now? Never. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Um, No, I've always felt that in this point in my life, I'm I am going to be choosing my career over over other things, um, especially yeah. with scouts. It's 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 a nice place for me to always come back. I know that there's always a safety net. I can always come back to scouts. Scouts is always going to be there for me, and if I ever want to come back and help, it will be there right there for me. Um, maybe when I'm older and I'm in more of a secure position where I'll have more time to come back to scouts, I would always love to come back as a leader because it's. It, I think it's so important to keep that. Um, that tradition because it's been going for what 111 years now yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's one of those things it's so many kids should uh, could benefit from going to scouts and um, well it's getting so popular nowadays i'm I'm glad it's still running yeah definitely and uh, while you're on the podcast as a struggling actor as you called yourself um have you got anything you want to plug while you're here plug um well, I'm I'm doing I'm doing some tours and stuff. I'm going on tour uh, in the new year, but it's it's children's theatre, so it's all it's all. Uh, uh, if you're three and up, um, <laughs> this is uh, I'm I'm doing the UK tour of There Was an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly. Some, Ooh, some exciting, very 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 serious, hard gritting <laughs> acting work right there. But um, yeah, so that's going to be touring around the UK. It's done by a fantastic company called People's Touring Theatre. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be in all of the big big regional theatres throughout the land. And... Amazing. So if you are three up or know anyone that's three up, take them <laughs> along. <laughs> of course, uh, I've got my, my social media handles of Matt Trailer. That's T-E-R-A-Y-L-E-R. Um, you'll probably find my, my gorgeous mug on, on the social medias <laughs> yeah. on all the usual places. We will definitely tag you in the description. So if you want to check out any of Matt's work, then you can find him there. Oh, great. Thank you. So thank you for coming on the podcast. No, thank you so much. It's actually one of my news resolutions. Uh, One of them was to have no resolutions, but I failed that. (laughs) Um, But I've always kind of won. This is my first ever podcast. And I was like, "This this is really cool, actually. I should... Should try and find myself being guest stars on more podcasts. Oh, well, I'm glad we could be the first. I mean, you're like big and famous. You can remember us and uh, give I'll, us a plug. I will. I will do. Like, <laughs> if and when. If the Marvel comes a-calling, you never know. Well, thank you again, Matt. No, and, my pleasure. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you on soon. Thank you very much.
So it was a really fun episode to record. And again, thanks Matt for joining us. Um, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, so as always, please do leave a review. If you rate, review and subscribe, it means more people get to find the podcast. So it's obviously amazing if you can do that for me. Um, also, you can find us on Twitter now. If you search for Wait You're a Scout, you can find us there. So you can send nice messages or if you think you'd be amazing on the podcast, I really want to hear from you or again nominate a friend uh it's always good to like send me oh this person would be great and then you know peer pressure they'll definitely do it so uh please send in your suggestions rate review subscribe and i will put matt's details in the description for you so you can find out more about where he's touring thanks again guys and speak soon